Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson, Clash at the Castle from Cardiff, Wales, Mm -hmm. is now in the books, Mm -hmm. we still have. Roman Reigns as our undisputed WWE Universal Champion. That's correct. A wildly fun match that saw the debut of Solo Sokoa on the main roster, helping Roman uh, procure that victory. I thought uh, it was a pretty damn fun show. For my money, it featured at least one match that I would consider possibly match of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gunther versus Sheamus. Oh, go your way to watch that one for sure. Um, it had a really bizarre ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Post match ending. Yeah, it did, where, where Tyson Fury gets in the ring and then serenades Drew with uh, 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 American Pie. Um, and then uh, the, Drew has some confusion as to whether they're still on the air or not. And then he starts singing Oasis, says, Don't Look Back at Anger. And then the show ends. We're not making this up. But no, if we're you haven't not. seen it, we're not making this it, up. That actually did happen. It, it sounds like we're making it yeah, up. Yeah, it totally feels like it. But it feel it seemed like a situation where uh, uh, normally, maybe this is a new thing they'll do. You know, uh, Roman and Solo would walk up the ramp, you get a little copyright thing in the in the lower left, and the show would go off the air. Then the live crowd would get Tyson Fury come in the ring with with Drew, the singing, Drew saying, "Let's party," all that stuff. I don't know if this is something they're going to start doing, or maybe this is a trial run or something they're going to start doing where they give us those little bits, you know? Well, I we're sort of understanding now. It's kind of interesting to, to sort of uh, juxtapose this with what he did in NXT. Now that he's on this huge stage, Triple mm-hmm. H has you know the it's it's his it's his ice cream now, and we're sort of getting a feel for how this stuff is going to go down, and it seems to be. Less emphasis on let's leave people grumpy for the heat. Yeah. For example, the Judgment Day match. You yeah. and I both expected Judgment Day to win that match. I think a lot of people did. Edge and Ray won that. Uh, and, and and so the good guys went over. But then he brought it down, Yeah. in theory, with a Dom turn. So it's more of a roller coaster you know, yeah. experience 
where you're you're constantly, you know, sort of uh, titillating the juices of the crowd, if you will. Yes. You know? Yes. yes. To use the Maxim Male Models uh, verbiage. Um, it's a different thing than Vince McMahon, and, and I'm well known as a Triple H sweaty, yes. if you will. Yes. So maybe I'm more willing to give him the benefit of the doubt when it comes to weird shit like what we saw. It's definitely not something we would have saw uh, seen under Vince McMahon. And I not think your point about, hey, let's loosen things up a little bit and let's let's give the uh, the the Peacock crowd what the live crowd gets as well. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's a terrible thing. I think it's kind of interesting to see, you know, to be able to experience a bit more of it watching yeah. it on, on TV or internet so, or whatever. So here's some context. A broken wheelchair here says that Tyson Fury normally holds a karaoke session in the ring after his fights. Ah, and American okay. Pie is his go-to song. I had wondered if there was something to that. Okay. So I guess if we were more knowledgeable of Tyson Fury's boxing career, we might know this. Which that crowd in Cardiff might very well be. I don't know. Based on their reaction, it didn't really seem like it. Yeah, I know. But they were also right. That was right yeah. after. It was that right crowd, after. Yeah, they need to do this at least once a year. Mm -hmm. Go to go to the UK. Mm -hmm. That crowd was as we figured electric Amazing. i have no idea if they're Amazing. gonna kayfabe those numbers it said sixty-two thousand plus it looked like a full building <laughs> it did look like a full building um i thought i thought the show moved really well i thought mm -hmm. everything felt again what now under triple h everything seems to matter and i appreciate that everything seems to have a point to it and i appreciate that um I, I I still think that when you have that crowd there, you don't pass up the opportunity to have Drew win those titles. But evidently, what's your read on the Roman Reigns situation? It seems like they're going to roll with him until it's a bigger stage in a bigger moment in a normal time zone. Uh, I, what's what's your thoughts on I that? I mean, I guess that I, I, it might be partially that, but I wonder if it's a situation where they still don't know who's going to be the person to take those titles off Roman. Triple H is doing the press conference right now. Wow. <laughs> pretty cool. Well, well I'm going to keep this on the other screen here just to see if he hugs anybody. Uh, he's got both the uh, – it's just him. He's got the WWE and Universal Championship on either side. Yeah. Uh, we got press in the room. I see Alex McCarthy there, is, uh, but the, there's a ton of people in there. Wow. That's pretty neat. Um, so that's, so that's one thing cool. they announced during the show is that right afterwards there was going to be – a press conference, and apparently mm. Triple H is uh, is is a part of it. So yeah, um, you know we saw new, we've seen New Japan do these press conferences for years. Mm -hmm. Something AEW does, mm -hmm. although AEWs aren't really kayfabed. Um, yeah, so I'll be interested to see if this is more of a kayfabe thing or if this is just Triple H saying, much like Tony Khan has done in AEW. Hey, we're gonna be transparent about how we we book our shows. You Roman's know, we'll the answer first questions. Guy out. He's already moved over for Roman. Oh, so gotcha. Triple H is going to be sitting there with Roman. Yeah, all in all, dude, I thought that it was. I thought it was a really fun show. I thought mm -hmm. it was a great way to introduce Solo Sokoa. Um, I didn't know if if how well the Cardiff crowd would react to that, how well people would react to that for him for Solo. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome, and it's I love huge, that because it's a huge, a huge moment for him to get called up from NXT without having won a title there, and that's no fault to his own. He's been doing great work in NXT. To get brought up to main roster in a prominent, in the top story in the entire company is really cool for him. And hopefully, I know uh, Sammy being a part of the bloodline has added a new dynamic, but it's mostly played for laughs. You know, now yeah. that now that yeah. Roman has someone else there that's family in mm -hmm. solo. Mm -hmm. Another dynamic. 
it's another, another dynamic, dynamic, but also another there's, element. There's another element for Sammy to have to deal with, and I feel like it's probably going to hasten uh, his expulsion uh, as an honorary member of the bloodline. One thing you and I have talked about is um, in the past, the way things were done, wrestling feels so much more stale. When professional wrestling doesn't matter where, you know, what, what the promotion is. It feels much more stale when everything is segmented. Yeah. Triple H seems to be interested in adding multiple layers to all these stories, mm -hmm. multiple people coming in and adding new dynamics to it. You have Kevin Owens on out, out there. You got, oh, wow, Roman. He just no sold basically a question from Alex McCarthy and left. Interesting. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I think the question was kind of like, what is, you know, the atmosphere is electric. Uh, what was, you know, what was it like? And, uh, and then I think he just left. The, um, according to, to Mayor Pete here says, uh, Roman said, uh, acknowledge me and left. Oh, that's what he said. Okay, okay. Um, so that, that was kind of interesting. Uh, get the tables with the raid. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I thought all in all, I thought it was otherwise. I thought it was a really fun, it was a it very was. engaging show. Um, and I thought that main event match, even though it had that weird, you know, end to it, it kept the status quo with Roman as, as champion, added Solo Sokoa. Cross was there at ringside for one small bit where he threw water mm -hmm. at uh, at Roman. They set up potentially something for with Fury down the line if they mm -hmm. decide to go down that path mm -hmm. still. Um, but all in all, man, I, I thought it was a story. I thought it was a show that kept telling it, it advanced a, a bunch of stories. And but I, I still think that it's probably. I mean, I would think that Judgment Day is probably done with with Rey Mysterio and Edge. Well, it seemed like he's they're probably done with Rey Mysterio and Dom. They're going to split off into their own thing now. I, 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 yeah, I agree with I that. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if there is another bout with Edge at some juncture. Um, in a lot of respects, uh, this felt a lot like a takeover show because they gave every match time. Good, yeah, yeah. Um, every match delivered. Mm -hmm, yeah. And then some. Um, yeah, you can't you can't quibble with the quality of the of the wrestling on at Clash of the Castle, top to mm -hmm. bottom, really good. Even the kickoff show bout, I only caught the very end of it. The, the finish was fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Um, you see some story movement. So much of the stuff that's happening is based on character mm -hmm. and not just the whims of of whoever's booking the stuff. Vince, um, yeah. and so story development for the most part feels logical. Made sense, yeah, and it makes sense. Um, yeah, it's, for example, it's, it's return of the simple example. things that makes pro wrestling rewarding to watch. Good example is the Seth Rollins versus Riddle match. Riddle lost his cool. He let his emotions get the best of him. He let Seth Rollins take up residence in his head. By the way, Seth was at a press conference at the press conference right now. It was him, Liv, and, and Gunther. Seth had on like a white blazer with uh, sparkly pink hearts on it, and he was wearing some matching sunglasses. Amazing. Pretty great. Uh, it, it seems like these are going to be firmly kayfabe, which is kind of great too. I, I like it. It's, it builds. It builds the world. It's world it does, building. It and I like that, and that's why I like when New Japan does them because yeah. you get opportunity yeah. for Zack Saber Junior. out there cutting credible promo. Did you, you know? see the one where he talked about uh, having to face Naito every day for like a month or whatever? No. And he said, uh, on the latest tour, he's got Naito every day for like, I don't know, three weeks or something. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? It's okay, though, because every single one of these matches, I get to look across the ring and see Sonata's beautiful face. Almost <laughs> makes it worth it to face that pillock. <laughs> Call them a pillock. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. 
repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, anyways, let's just go ahead and dive sure, into it, sure. man. Uh, uh, it opened up in the kickoff show yeah. with Madcap Moss and Street Profits. This was just announced today versus the Alpha Academy and Austin Theory. You said you watched the finishes. I didn't. Yeah, it was really good. Any of it? Um, yeah. I caught the last like five minutes of it. So the finish. Uh, so Gable hits. Uh, was it American Automatic? That rolling German suplex on Ford. Ford rolls to the apron. He's looking for Gable's looking for a German suplex on Ford off the apron to the floor. Ford holds on to the top rope. And so mm-hmm. Dawkins comes over to Gable and puts Gable on his shoulders. And then Ford hits the springboard doomsday blockbuster onto okay. everybody else on the floor. Jesus. It was amazing. So that he That's puts nice. Gable back in the ring, hits the frog splash on Gable to get the win. There you go. Uh, after that, the show kicked off with Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka taking on Damage Control, who has a new theme specific to them, and they are officially called Damage Control. Yeah, they got Set new Tron their, and everything, yeah. Set it on their Tron, so uh, that was cool. As we sort of figured, Damage Control needed this win. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd was having a lot of fun with Bailey. She was having a lot of fun with them. Of course, the European crowd loves chanting, uh, doing the whole Bailey song thing. Yeah. Uh, and and she was, you know, shouting back at them. Not happy about that. No, this was. It uh, yeah, this was uh, a lot of fun here. Uh, surprisingly, uh, Bianca was the one who ate the pin here. But it, it makes sense. Be- I mean, one of the, the points of this match was to motivate Bailey getting a title shot against Bianca. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. the question is, well, is Bianca going to be the actual one to eat the pin or not? Uh, she was. And the way they constructed the finish, it made sense because she ate everybody's finish. Right. Um, so the finish saw the lead up to it saw EO hit uh, Alexa and Oscar with a moonsault off the second rope to the floor. Bianca then hits a fallaway slam on Dakota Kai. Uh, uh, Dakota Kai uh, holds onto the rope. I don't know what that means. Anyways, oh, I think I think uh, uh, Bianca's looking for a KOD. Dakota holds on the, to the rope. Uh, she Dakota looks for a scorpion kick. Bianca catches that, hits a huge power bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes up top, misses a splash. Then Dakota hits the scorpion kick, misses a face wash kick in the corner, um, and then she gets Dakota up for a KOD. Mm-hmm. EO pulls Dakota out of that situation, and then Bailey holds Bianca in the corner. I think by her hair. Yeah, right? yeah, Wasn't by the yeah. by her by her braid. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Dakota Kai hits the face wash kick, mm-hmm. tags Bailey in. She hits a rose plant. Mm-hmm. EO hits the moonsault, and then yeah. Bailey covers Bianca to get the win. Yeah. So yeah, and it. I like it because on one hand, you're right. Everybody's finish is what it took to get Bianca, and it means more because it is Bianca. If it was Alexa, it'd be kind of like, okay, who cares? But it means more because it is Bianca. Like you said, motivates a title match potentially mm-hmm. between. Bailey and Bianca, that feud continues. Yep. Um, so yeah, no, it was it was and it was dude, 
the this didn't finish until like 35 past. Yeah, they gave this match a ton of time. They, I think awesome. it was probably around 23 to 25 I minutes, guess. I would suspect. I would they Let me see if on Wikipedia yeah. someone updated it. Yeah. Uh, after that, we see backstage Tyson Fury greeting Drew McIntyre, shakes his hand. Then we got this cool SummerSlam 1992 recap, the last time they had a big pay-per-view mm-hmm. uh, to this level in uh, in the UK. And they brought out Bret Hart to sit in the crowd. A nice little shot of Bret Hart there. So according to Wikipedia, the uh, the opening six-woman tag match was 18 minutes, 44 seconds. So almost Okay, minutes. those entrances. Might With entrances, and there's long, opening yeah. video package uh, mm-hmm, for the yeah. show and all that too. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, after that, man... Oh wow! Uh, right now on my list is uh, Viano Four versus uh, L.A. Park. Uh, L.A. Park, yeah. Uh, on my match of the year list, Sheamus versus Gunther is up there too. This, this was match phenomenal. was. I, I my expectations for this were already high. Yeah, mine too. Sheamus has been putting on banger matches for a couple of years now. He mm-hmm. just sort of flipped a new switch, mm-hmm. and him and Gunther, the crowd was massive for this. And these two beat the shit out of each other far more than I even figured yeah. that it would. And yeah. I thought it was going to be violent. This was even further than yeah. that. This match yeah. was beautiful. It was. It was It was truly a work of art. Um, we saw maybe an NXT call-up today. We see. We saw uh, Giovanni Vinci join Ludwig Kaiser and Gunther for the entrance. So hopefully they're all back together. And he was it was he was firmly back in Fabian Eichner Imperium. Yeah, you know he had the gear on the matching gear with Ludwig. Uh, yeah, I I don't see how they would do this and then just have him go back. In fact, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, look, you've got Gunther and his guys, Sheamus and his guys. It just makes sense to keep this feud Six going. Six man tag match. Yep. Six yep. man tag match. Either you know on SmackDown, you could take this to Extreme Rules in October. Mm-hmm. That's about a month and, and change from now. Yeah. Um. And and that match could be electric too. Uh, this this match was great, and they did they did the similar thing with the stare down to kick things off. Where Sheamus and Gunther to to start the match or just before the match were just standing facing off, nobody making a move, and the other four guys just going at it, fighting mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they end up you know leaving. They eventually go backstage, they brawl up the ramp. Yeah, we get this match. It starts, and <sighs> oh my god, they it's are just beating the hops. crap out of each other. They're yeah. working snug. They're working stiff. And I love, dude, I love again, it's one of those things where it's there's there was nothing paint by numbers about this match. You know, Seamus always gets somebody in position for the beats of the Bowery. And in this case, Gunther was like squirming out of it. He's trying Sheamus to fight out had, of it. Yeah. And Seamus had to keep on trying to hold him down. Why would anybody just sit here like this? I know. Doesn't make any sense. And this match they built to the beats of the Bowery. Yeah. Yeah, then Seamus got ten in and then some. And then um, a bunch more, yeah. Uh, you know, like any Walter match, you want the chops. You want a lot of them. And he delivered. Mm-hmm. Sheamus' chest is hamburger. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he posted a, a, a tweet, uh, a picture on, on uh, Twitter afterwards. I want to see what it looks like six hours from now. I know. Because it's going to be purple. It's going to be gnarly. It, it is. It really is. Uh, finish of this, uh, Sheamus looking for a bro kick. But as earlier on, Walter Gunther was working over Sheamus' back. Hits mm-hmm. like a, a really nasty looking power bomb, mm-hmm. uh, employed a Boston Crab. So Sheamus is looking for a bro kick, but his back just gives out, so he just just falls. 
That was an interesting bit because that power bomb, it, you know, he landed, he took most of it on his tailbone, and yeah. it just looked like an ugly power bomb. Yeah, yeah. But then he used that as part, you know, oh, he can't hit the bro kick. I thought that was really. Yeah, clever. that was good. That was good. And so Walter hits him. Sorry, Gunther hits him with another power bomb, and he starts talking crap to Sheamus. Mm-hmm. And Sheamus starts talking crap back. Walter, sorry, Gunther hits him with a massive lariat mm-hmm. to get the win. Oh, look, I love God. this because in NXT UK. Yeah. You never really knew how Walter right. was going to win a match. He could win it with yeah. a splash off the top, with a powerbomb, with a lariat, with the sleeper. He would win matches in a variety of ways, and I like that that has seemingly continued. And the the build to that lariat and the way it was sold and delivered made so much sense. I mean, we've seen lariat finishers before, mm-hmm. JBL, Stan Hansen, a couple others. But uh, but my gosh, this looked like it finished a dude. Yeah. It was awesome. And they were jawing yeah. right before he hits it. Was it was great. This is great, yeah. If you want to see a lot of chops, a lot of stiff shots, go check this match out. It's fantastic stuff. After that, uh, Shayna Baszler taking on Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So I hadn't seen this, but apparently there's video uh, posted of Liv training with Matt Riddle in advance of this match. Yeah, and, and commentary brought that up. Her, yeah. tra- you know, learning how to escape, you know, different submission techniques, mm-hmm. targeting the arm, and she used that. Yeah. in this match. Yeah, yeah, and she actually kind of turned the tables on Shayna and targeted Shayna's arm. So mm-hmm. a couple points, Shayna had problems getting the the clutch on, mm-hmm. and it made it easier for Liv to escape uh, mm-hmm. the clutch in those moments. Um, in in terms of the story being told, I thought both of them did an excellent job of of communicating the story beats they had to 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 to, to get to the finish. Yeah, I agree. Um, the finish saw Liv sidestep a knee from Shayna, hits a code breaker, follows with Oblivion to get the win. It's going to be interesting, though, if they follow up with the, you know Ronda's comment to Shayna about Shayna needing to be a killer. Because there was one moment where she was setting up to stomp on Liv's arm, but she just didn't do it. She was like mm, playing yeah. to the crowd and went to reposition yeah. Liv's arm um, rather than just putting it there, bang, stomping on it. Shayna was there was I, I sensed and I and I hope this is part of the story. I suspect it is because of what you just said, the Ronda bit. There was definitely a bit more of a lack of urgency. She was taking Liv Morgan light. Mm-hmm. You know, she mm-hmm. was not there that that sort of okay, I'm gonna put this person down now, immediately. No, she thought she could handle Liv Morgan easily with half effort, and she was wrong about that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fun bout. Uh, after that, we had Ray Mysterio and Edge taking on Judgment Day. Now, I thought it was pretty much a given that Judgment Day was going to win this bout because they need to win. They found a way for Judgment Day to lose this match, but still feel like they got a W. An even bigger win than yes. a simple pin. Than a simple pin, <laughs> yes. So, you know, I think we all kind of expect at some point something's got to happen with Dom. Rhea's yeah. been making his life hell yeah. of late. Uh, uh, he, Dom's feeling excluded because his dad picked Edge rather than himself to be his partner for this bout. They even had Edge come out with a mask on. Dom hasn't even got a mask, you know? <laughs> it was like every little way that 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 Ray could stick it to Dom here, he did. Yeah. He like I know. he took his he took his son for granted. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And dude, even even so we'll get to all the shenanigans and everything, but essentially we'll, we'll get there. Dom turns on both Ray and Edge. Yeah. And even the final shot isn't Ray trying to run after his son. It's him embracing him and Edge embracing. He gets on he gets on a knee. On a knee. And apologizes. Begs to Edge. for forgiveness. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So uh, uh, Ray comes out with with like you said, Edge has a mask. They're thematic. You know, Ray is wearing Edge's current color scheme, which is the Wolfpack color scheme. Yeah. And uh, and so we we get the match. Uh, uh, Edge. They end up uh, ends up going to uh, God. What's uh, walk us through the finish here? Sure. From when so, Dom. Uh, so yeah. uh, Finn, he throws Ray to the floor. Edge is looking for yeah. a spear. Finn counters with a sling blade. He hits the shotgun drop kick. He wants the coup de grace. Dom distracts the ref to help his dad. So Ray gets up. Uh, Rana's Finn off the top rope. So Rhea goes over and lays out Dom. Yeah. Just blasts him from behind, throws him into the barricade, then picks him up. And yeah. then Ray hits Dom, thus hitting Rhea with a suicide dive. To take uh, Rhea out of the match, um, and then uh, uh, Ray then Dom, uh, yeah. Hurricane Rana's fitting into the ropes. Looks for a six one nine. Finn counters with the clothesline. I love that's been a consistent thing ever since Finn has been feuding with Ray. Whenever Ray goes mm-hmm. for the six one nine, Finn yeah. has that clothesline counter at the ready. He's looking for a suicide dive. Well, Dom trips him up, mm-hmm. and then Ray hits Finn with the six one nine. As soon as he pops up off the rope, Edge hits him with the spear to get the win. And so afterwards, they're all Dom and Edge. Sorry, Dom and sorry, Ray and Edge are celebrating, and Dom gets in. Yeah. And he's just looking awkward. Yeah, awkward. Yeah. yeah, and so he goes up to Edge, and Edge is like, "Hey, cool, we're good." Yeah, yeah, Whoop-ha! we're good. Kicking the nuts, and this was so beautifully. He gets just the biggest kick in the nuts, and Edge just stares at Dom right in the eyes as he's collapsing as he's down it's to so the floor. So and good. Ray's like, "What the hell? What are you doing? Why'd you do that? Why'd you, you got to stop? You can't do that." And then Dom drops Ray with a lariat, and somebody in our chat. Had mm-hmm. noted that back in 05 when Eddie turned on Ray, it was a lariat that was yeah. used as well. And then they cut to Judgment Day. They are fucking laughing their heads off. Yeah. And then they're applauding. They're applauding yeah. Dom for turning heel. Oh, this was, oh, it was absolutely so, it was, great. It, it, yeah. It's like the, the best way that Judgment Day could lose. It was awesome. Absolutely. And Dom goes up. He takes off his, uh, his Mysterio family fun run shirt, throws it off. And I'm I'm excited to see what happens with Dom now. You know he's been a bit stale for my taste. Oh yeah. But uh, but now that he's a heel, I mean I've been advocating for I think years now. Yeah. Uh, for Dom to go bad guy, and I don't know if this is going to factor into Legato coming into main roster. I hope there's some element there because That'd the be idea cool. of Santos versus Ray would be awesome. That'd be what awesome. a great idea that could be. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to to seeing where they go with this. Again, you get more story beats here instead of just oh. Match, it's done with, you know? Match, done with. Uh, Judgment Day gets embarrassed again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dom still has it uh, turned on his dad. Yeah. But now we got all this. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Next, we had Matt Riddle taking on Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, once again, some absolutely incredible gear. Um, It was a nod to Elton Elton John, John, Rocket Man, like some sort of devil-inspired gear. So a little helmet with with, uh, some horns and a lot of fire and some wings. It was incredible. Wings. All orange. Meanwhile, Matt Matt Riddle had a Patrick from Spongebob inspired outfit. Yeah. Kind of should have seen that from the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, this match had some decent back and forth until – so Seth – So Seth hits a pedigree. Riddle kicks out. So Seth gets in Riddle's face and calls him a loser. A loser. And Riddle, your wife left you because look at all these people here because you're a loser. So Riddle gets mad um, and just starts uh, going off on Seth. Well, Seth uses that, throws Riddle out of the ring. Uh, When he gets back in, kicks him. When Riddle's trying to get back in the ring, and then Seth hits a draping DDT. Mm -hmm. Then he calls for the RKO. Mm-hmm. Well, Riddle counters that with a rear naked choke, follows with some ground and pound to, uh, to the back of Seth, and then kicks him out of the ring, slams his head into the announce table, gets the chair, takes a swing at Seth. Ooh. Seth evades that. Yeah. He gets back in the ring, and as Riddle is getting back in, Seth hits him with a stomp, and then he gets up, gets on the second rope. Yeah. Gets a stomp off there to get the win. Yeah. Just Riddle lost his cool. Seth took advantage of it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Tom Campbell from uh, Cultaholic is getting a question. Here. Oh, so the cool. game, so Triple H had all the WWE people do their thing, and then he and he sent them off, and now he's taking questions like on his own. That's cool. It seems like they're keeping this brisk. Feels like it. Yeah, I think they people probably just in get and out real quick. In. So it's been going for what, like uh, about twenty minutes, twenty five minutes or so. Yeah, where's the thing on this? Uh, so, anyways, yeah. After that, we had. Uh, so, I mean, I guess we can talk a little bit about, like, you know, Extreme Rules is coming up. So, mm-hmm. like, any of these feuds that need, like, a big, a bigger blow-off, Riddle looks like an absolute fool at this point. I mean, Extreme Rules would seem to be the thing that he could then win. But, like, I feel like Seth needs to come out on the top end of this by the end of it to sort of advance. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to play out. Do you think this is gonna? they're going to do another one, Extreme Rules? Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. I mean, the story is going to be Riddle finding a way to keep his emotions in check long enough so he can actually get the revenge that he so badly wants. He got murdered here. Towards the end, he did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But I mean, before that, it was a competitive bout. Seth had a long stretch where he got a bunch of his stuff in, but then Riddle went on a, a pretty large run until Seth hit that pedigree. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't like Riddle got absolutely destroyed for 15 minutes. Yeah, that's true. That's it true. was just at the end when Seth got in his head, he took advantage of it. Um, yeah, and again, it's it's a story beat, and we'll see where it goes. I, you know, is 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 Riddle going to be able to calm his anger enough to actually beat Seth, or or not? I'd imagine mm-hmm. at some point they. So I mean, they might have a match at Extreme Rules. I don't know if it'd be another situation where Seth takes advantage and gets the win, but Riddle has to ultimately win this feud. It feels like you would think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the one who got fucking murdered before and then they put it off uh after that we had our main event we had drew mcintyre versus roman reigns uh so it was said that the usos were not medically cleared uh to attend with roman so he came out by himself there was no Heyman, no yep. sammy no yep. nothing yep uh and uh and early on 
you know, the crowd was just absolutely electric for Drew McIntyre. So he didn't come out to his old theme song. Was it called Broken Dreams? Broken Dreams, yeah. But they did do a really nice little video package set to that song Mm -hmm. uh, with, you know, uh, clips of Drew and his Mm -hmm. history and past and stuff like that. Uh, so he comes out. The crowd is obviously huge, huge for Drew McIntyre. They did basically everything to make you think that Drew was going to win this bout. They did a hell of a job. They did a hell of a job. Absolutely. Uh, Cross was ringside. At one point, he throws a water bottle towards Drew. So Drew goes over there to confront him, allows Roman a chance to get uh, uh, Drew with a shot. And they didn't really do anything with Cross after that. No. Uh, real physical match. I mean, sort of kind of a typical Roman match. Very methodical. Yeah, deliberately you know, paced, yeah. Yeah, preen into the crowd a lot, et cetera, et cetera. Um, At one point, have, uh, yeah, Roman right. gets the gets a mic in the middle of the match and tells middle Curtis match. to acknowledge him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mid-match, mid-match. promo right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we saw Drew kick out of two spears, I believe, yeah. and then Roman kicked out of two claymores, I think. No, one claymore. Kicked out of one. He took one that one claymore, to the back. He did. Yeah. He took one to the back that that so he bumped into little Nate. Charles Robinson took a ref bump out of the ring and then Theory yeah runs out with another ref. He wants to cash in. So he's over at the timekeeper area saying, "I'm cashing in money in the bank." Tyson Fury is sitting right there. Wapa. They did a great job of sort of directing our attention towards Theory cashing in because he's cashing in. It's a big yeah. deal. So I did not even see Tyson Fury where he was. No, I he didn't just either. rolls up out of nowhere and boopa. Yeah, clocks Austin Theory. Yeah. fucking. It was pretty damn funny. It was a hell of a sell by Austin Theory. Wow. Oh, it was yeah, because he had his arms all stiff. Like yeah, he got he stiffened <laughs> all up, like he just yeah. been, been concussed. So, anyways, Roman brings a chair into the ring. Uh, Drew hits him with the claymore. The second ref, the ref the theory brought out, gets in the ring, counts the pin. Roman kicks out. So then they're getting to a hockey fight. Roman hits a, a Superman punch. Drew hits a headbutt. Drew falls with a spear and then a claymore. And then Sol Sokoa gets out from under the ring, I believe, uh-huh. and pulls the ref out. And you don't see any of this. The ref goes down to count. You think this is it. Drew is, has this one, yep. Yep. one, two, and, and then right. sliding out of the ring, I know. Ref goes sliding out of the ring by a mysterious force named Solo Sokoa. He's he take does his, the the uh, uh, the the reveal. Yeah, and uh, and then it's like oh, it's it's the it's the other USO, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Roman, and then of course Drew gets super distracted by that, and uh, goes over there, and then Solo yanks Drew's head over the uh, the top rope, and that allows uh, Roman to get the spear for the win. Yeah. Uh, after and then so he leaves with Solo. He sort of you know nods to Solo, said, "Hey, you know, let's go." Yeah. Uh, and then Tyson Fury gets in the ring. So I feel like the shot of Roman all sweaty should what? have been the trademark. What? The trademark was there, I believe. Oh, was the trademark actually there? I okay. So I thought so. I okay. could be wrong, but I thought it was there. And then we get like the post-match uh, shenanigans for the live crowd and us watching on Peacock. Yeah. Uh, so Tyson Fury gets in the ring, steps. Uh, steps up. To, oh, sorry. Th- this happened before that, though. Tyson Fury gets in the ring, steps up to Roman first. Roman offers his hand. Tyson shakes it. The acknowledgement happens. Him and Solo leaves. Then Tyson goes over to Drew, picks him up, raises his hand. He gets on the mic. He says, you know, I know you're feeling down, but you did your country and everybody here proud. You should be proud of yourself. Everybody was chanting your name. Must have been an awesome feeling. He says, at this time, I, at times like this, I can only think of one thing. And apparently, so apparently Tyson does this uh, after his matches. Uh, and he, he starts singing uh, American Pie, the song. And then uh, Drew takes the mic. Uh, he was like, uh, you know, I took it to Roman. 
my island didn't let me down. You were loud. You were passionate. You showed the world what you're made of. He says, you know, we have something in common. We get knocked down, but we keep fighting. Vowed, he says, I vow to get my hands on the undisputed titles. And then, uh, and then he says, you know, I don't even know if we're still on the air or not. He starts singing, uh, was it Wonderwall? No, no. It was, uh, don't look back in anger. Don't look back in anger, yeah. And it was thoroughly weird. And then, and then we're off. And I think one of the things, maybe somebody in chat here can correct me, but I think Triple H was talking about that a little bit, how uh, he just wanted people to see that thing. Oh, so, all right. Yeah. So it yeah. was explained. Good. Yeah. Maybe somebody in chat, if you guys are paying attention, uh, I think he talked about that, uh, the post-match stuff a little bit. Yeah, I'm trying to scroll through here on Twitter to see if anybody's got some easy or you know quick summations of uh, of uh, what happened at the press conference. If anybody here in the chat wants to ask a question, now yeah. is the time, and we'll, we'll take them because we're only at about 32 minutes. Norwegian Blue says, so is Drew done in the title picture for now? I mean, he promised that he's going to get his hands on the uh, the undisputed titles. So for now, yeah, probably short term. But I would expect uh, him to get back in that picture at some juncture. I would think that he would be a top contender for when they split the titles. If mm -hmm. they do that, like if. I, I honestly really hope they wait until Survi after Survivor Series. Then you do. Or, I mean, God, what if the main event of Survivor Series is... So, I mean, if Survivor Series is going to continue to be brand versus brand, what better way to do that than say, hey, this, we're going to do a tournament. Like, Roman's going to have whatever match he's going to have. It's not yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. brand versus brand necessarily. But we're going to take the concept of, you know, brand versus brand. We're going to establish a new championship for the Raw brand. Yeah. Universal one's going to stay on SmackDown. I don't know. I'm just sort of throwing that out there. But if they do that, I feel like Drew McIntyre should be a shoe-in to be, you know, top B champion anyways. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. It's like it's like you see the, the reaction that Drew McIntyre gets. And it's like I know Cody's out there. I get that. And Kevin Owens is out there. There's a number of people who could be the guy to take it off Roman. I know. There's like um, six people on Raw that could that could do it. Yeah, right. So um, so I don't know. I feel like, man, Drew's got to make up for what for his previous title reign. I know. He's got to get a big, the, the undisputed championship that's some in huge front show. of a crowd. I know. I, know. I mean, that's, to me, that's, 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 that's a good case to be made for keeping those titles undisputed and together. You know, I, I'm if, if if his his thing was, Drew's thing was, when I become champion, I'm going to defend it at least every 30 days. Yeah. You could do somebody going to both Raw and SmackDown as the top guy. I think a really good case could be made for that, but I understand the business aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. that's why you build up your mid-card belts. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're, they're 1B to the 1A, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Drew has proven twice that without interference, he could probably beat Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if they have a third match, have it in Hell in a Cell or in a cage or something like that. Mm -hmm. To yeah. lessen the likelihood of interference. Doesn't eliminate it, but lessens it. Uh, Maggie asks, what's the story or feud you're most looking forward to moving forward now that Clash is wrapped? Hey, let me ask you this. What? Let's answer this first, and then I'll, I'll get back to it. All right. Uh, moving forward now that Clash is wrapped. The story I'm oh, God. Dom. Let's I see what they I do with Dom. Dom is the first thing that comes to mind. Dom is the first thing that I want to see what Dom's going to do next. I never thought I'd say that. Yeah. That that Judgment Day laughter was hilarious. That was, that was great. so great. Um, so you and I have often talked about 
Back in the Attitude Era, they didn't rely on part-timers. Mm-hmm. It was the top guy versus the next top guy. It was Rock Austin, et cetera, et cetera. And then Triple H, Rock, and yeah, yeah, so on and so forth. Is it better? You can Let's say you can get Rock at Mania. Do you mm-hmm. still do Rock versus Roman for the title at Mania? Because I, the idea of doing like Drew winning the Rumble and going on to Mania to face Roman and winning there where you're going to you're going to pop that crowd. The tickets are sold. Yeah. The tickets are already sold. So what you're talking about is added value, right? <laughs> yeah. Talking about added value. Oh. Um, um no, I get that. And I I guess if you're going to do Rock Roman, you know, there's a debate that we I've seen on social media talking about well, Rock Roman doesn't need the titles, but I feel like for Roman to say, "No, I am head of the table." He needs those belts. You know, because he could say, oh, I main event all these shows. I make so much money. I'm the the most famous person in our family right now. He could say all that. But in terms of saying legitimately, I am the head of the table of this wrestling dynasty. Belts needs to have them. You know, I think a case could be that you could you look, it's all in the writing and the performance. It's, and it's, it's, it's a subjective. And you know, I and I, thing I, too. I think I think that that's I might agree with that point. If I gave it more thought, but the idea that Drew beats Roman at, let's say, God, I don't know, maybe he beats him at the Royal Rumble and Roman says, you know what? I don't need the titles because I am the title. I am the championship. You know, I am the the king around here. I don't even need the titles. I'm above that. I mean, he could literally say I'm above that. Um, and you, I think you could still do like the main event, but then you have the main event is not the titles. I don't know, man. I just, I look at the roster right now and if you can get the rock, great. I mean, that that's, I guess you do that because box you, bring, yeah. you bring so yeah. much box office yeah. added value. So many more eyeballs to Peacock. You don't not do that. Yeah. But a case could so be made to main event with a guy like Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. against Roman Reigns where Drew wins and dude, you've made that guy on the biggest stage of them all. Yep. I mean, I don't know how I don't know how you figure it all out. It's not my job. Well, but, I mean, there's one easy way to, to work that all out if the Rock can't do it. <laughs> you know. That, hey, then you're forced into it, and that yeah. might end up being a blessing in disguise. It could be. It could be. It could be because if the idea is that they they're holding for Roman Rock at Mania with the titles involved, which seems to be the case, because they've had a couple opportunities. It seems like where they could have got the title off Roman. Dude, you know what? And it's also it's two nights. Yeah. It's two nights. I don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know, you can, you can get. But I, I like them doing the. What was the, the this year? It was, uh, it was Roman, and then it was a Stone Cold the other night, mm-hmm, huh? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. man, oh man, I don't know. Yeah, uh, diehard Homer asks, how will Solo react to Sammy? I'm feeling like he's not going to be a fan. I think he's going to be more of a Jay guy than a Jimmy guy. I think that's going to be the situation. That's a. That's something I can't wait to see. Also. Mm-hmm. That man, that has got me on pins and needles. Uh, man from out west, who's the best person to take the belt off Roman? I know Cody's out there, but get true to me, it's it's true. Look at how the fans react. Oh my gosh, you're Cody's number one fan. Yeah, that was a test. It's Cody. Uh, Enforcer nah, says you're right. The first time is is true. <laughs> I'm kidding. Or am I? I am. Or am I? Or am I? Enforcer says, at what point do we get an Oscar uh, Sky solo feud? Oh, that's Wait until coming. it's for the title or a main event Raw banger. That's coming. 
Yeah, I, I really wish that they would uh, introduce like a mid card title for stuff oh, like that. Oh, in the women's division? Yeah. In the women's division. You got two for the men. Give the women one. I know. At least. I know. Give the women two, damn it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Daskamania says, should WWE do one of the WrestleMania days in the UK? I don't know about like, well, yeah, send send one crew over there. Send another crew to keep another crew in Maybe. the States. Maybe they haven't Fuck, done what a multiple great locations since WrestleMania 2. Yeah, yeah. Uh, White Brownie says, obviously, Bailey is most likely getting a title shot against Bianca. Io and Kai most likely getting the rematch. Where does both Asuka and Alexa go from here? They I mean, could get into a feud against each other. They could, or they could continue tagging until uh, Dakota and EO get the tag titles, and then mm-hmm. they're next in line to, to, to feud for the tag titles. Uh, Jorge says, Triple H was asked by Tom from Cultaholic if they will continue to do pay-per-views in other countries, and he basically said yes. Where should they go next? Mexico. Mm. Go to Mexico. Tokyo Dome. Tokyo Dome. There you go. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see a Mexico crowd, man. I think that'd be great. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, this is good. Jonathan says, "If you got your butt whooped on live TV, what song would you choose to sing to the audience afterwards?" I'll go one further. Larson, you get your ass handed to you by the tribal chief on uh-huh. TV. Uh-huh. I come into the ring. I, you're my best friend. I'm trying to cheer yeah. you up legitimately. Yeah. I'm not happy about what just happened. I yeah, had channel yeah. points on Roman, but I'm not happy about it. Yeah, yeah. You're happy you won the channel points, but not happy about my current state of state of being. Yes, I got. I've you. won big red, but I'm bummed out for you. What song would you want me to serenade you? So with? I feel like there's two things. There's there's. I feel like the song you might just to help try to help me feel better. Yeah, it's, I, I know it's a song that you're fond of, and that's the Beatles' oh, sure. "Let It Be." <laughs> if he came oh, to me and it's like, yeah, hey, yeah, just let it be. It's time yeah. to move on. When I find myself in, in times, times of, of trouble, trouble, Mother yeah. Mary comes to me. Mother Mary comes to me. The dumpster champion comes to me. There you go, singing, singing. words of wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Von Wagner comes to me. Let it be. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, did you have like? A, was there another one that like? Oh, what, I, what like, I, were, I like. I yeah. like. I like Nick Myero's answer here. The Miro horns. How about some yeah plus crier? Somebody suggested plus crier. Yeah. Let's see here. Moving on. We'll do a couple more. What is this? Ev says. I don't know what that says. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Oh, the mortgage. Ev says the mortgage anthem. That's good. That's good. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.